Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Six more to go as we continue on with my game-by-game game score predictions for the 2023 football season. We've got South Carolina right now through six games, 
sitting three and three overall, one and three in SEC play, a three-game losing streak highlighted the first half of the season. What will the second half have in store? Here we go. South Carolina begins the second half with a road trip to Columbia, Missouri, the battle for the Mayor's Cup. And as we all know, South Carolina has struggled mightily against Mizzou and Eli Drinkwitz over the last four years, a four-year losing streak, not just to Missouri, but Eli Drinkwitz as well, dating back to his time as head coach at Appalachian State. And again, the Gamecocks having to go to Como. What's so intriguing and so interesting, guys, about this series, if you take a look at it, the the gambling lines, the total in this series, this game has gone under, I think it's like eight of the last nine years. It's been a lot of low-scoring, slugfest type of matchups. You look at Missouri, right? And this is a team that a lot of folks are high on. Some even proclaiming they might win 10 games this year, right? And it's a team that returns a lot, especially on that defense, right? We all recall what Missouri had on the defensive side a season ago, shut down the Gamecocks offensively. Was that Missouri's defense? Was that Marcus Satterfield? Was it a mix of the two? I'll leave that for you all to decide. But either way, it's a football team that returns 80% of their production on the defensive side. Brady Cook returns as their quarterback. Is he going to be their starter from game one till season's end, if you will. And Missouri is a team. They're looking for that breakout season, right? Under Eli Drinkwitz. He's floated in that six and six range practically his entire career at Mizzou and just got a big extension, by the way. They just gave him a fat check. So they believe in Eli Drinkwitz. They believe in what he can do at Mizzou. South Carolina, based off my prediction, sitting three and three, One and three in SEC play coming off the win over Florida. Going into Como, looking to snap the streak. And as we saw last year, guys, wasn't last year a year where it just felt like all of the major streaks, or at least most of them, got broken? You won in Lexington for the first time since 2012. You took down Tennessee and you snapped that streak. You beat Texas A&M for the first time in school history. You snapped a seven-game losing streak against your arch rival, right? There were some streaks that, you know, were really weighing down. It felt heavily on this program that South Carolina was able to exercise those demons. But the streak against Mizzou remains. And this is a game, what's so interesting about it, guys. I mean, this is a matchup. It's turned into what the Kentucky series was in the mid-2010s. You know, you might recall, excuse me, you might recall Kentucky won, I think, what, five straight in that series? I believe it was five straight they won in that series. And there was not a single game where if you asked a Gamecock fan, they'd have said, oh, you know, Kentucky was just a better team. They just recruit better than us. They got a better coach. They're just a better team. Nobody believed that. And the same goes for this series against Mizzou. I mean, you look on paper, Missouri doesn't recruit better than South Carolina. Are they a better program than South Carolina? Do they have better facilities than South Carolina? No, none of the above. So why do the Tigers keep beating the Gamecocks like a rented mule? Last year was the year in which you snapped a bunch of streaks, right? 
You ended a bunch of negative streaks. I think South Carolina, going to be a very tough game, low-scoring game, I think. Yet another low-scoring game. You know, somebody asked me yesterday, Chris, are you, are you down? <clears throat> are you down on the offense this year? Do you not think the offense is going to be any good? I'm not down on the offense, but I still think there's going to be some inconsistencies because of the line of scrimmage. There's going to be games where you, you struggle to run the football, right? I think this is probably, and we'll talk more about this next week, probably another year where you're outside of the top 100 rushing the ball and stopping the run. So there's going to be weeks where I think there's just going to be inconsistencies. I, I think your upside's going to be there. I think your ceiling's going to be very high. I actually think you'll be slightly better on the offensive side this year. But in this game, it traditionally, no matter what, has been a low-scoring, slugfest type of game. South Carolina, coming off the victory over Florida, I think in a game in which everyone is expecting Missouri to get the W because they have done so four years in a row. Eli Drinkwitz, guys, at this point, owns the Gamecocks. But as we saw last year, streaks are made to be broken. And I've got South Carolina doing just that, propelling off the game, off the victory against Florida, and turning that into back-to-back victories in SEC play. And Carolina gets a huge road W in Como and snaps the streak against Mizzou. Give me Gamecocks 26, Missouri 20 to move to 4-3 and three and 2-3 and three in SEC play. Next up is the road trip to Texas A&M College Station, Kyle Field. The Texas A&M Aggies, one of the most disappointing teams in 2022. You talk about getting predictions wrong. I had A&M going 10-2 and last year. And I, and I think a lot of people had them as the, the breakout team in the West right after the, the $30 million recruiting class they had and all the great players, what have you. A&M was abysmal a season ago. And that is taking, by the way, nothing away from South Carolina's victory over them, snapping the streak. But I think we'd all agree. Texas A&M was one of the worst teams in the SEC. Finished 5-7. and seven. And when you think about the job they did or did not do with all the talent on that roster, because A&M's got talent. I mean, I think that's what's so maddening if you're a Texas A&M fan is like, you feel like there's no reason why Texas A&M should not be a quality football team. They, they've got everything they need in place. They've got great facilities. They've got the resources. They've got a big-time head coach in Jimbo Fisher who has won a national championship. They've got a great stadium. Again, the facilities are there. And they're recruiting at the highest level they've ever done. In comes Bobby Petrino. Can he fix that Texas A&M offense? Or can South Carolina, after snapping the streak and getting their first ever win in program history against A&M, can they turn that into back-to-back? And all of a sudden, this becomes a game for Shane Beamer that he looks on favorably. You know, we're obviously changing up the schedule starting next year, so it's not going to fall this way. But these seasons in which you have to go to Athens, to Knoxville, to College Station, even to Mizzou. It's absolutely brutal. And while I'm not going to get burned by Texas A&M again, guys, I'll tell you this, I ain't picking them to win 10 games, okay? I'm not going to allow myself to get overhyped on the Texas A&M Aggies yet again. But I do think with Connor Wegman at quarterback, Bobby Petrino at OC, I think 
a lot of those youngsters they recruited who were these high-flying five-stars who were not quite ready last year, I think they're going to play and be very good. I think Texas A&M will take a step forward. I think they're an eight, maybe nine-win team in the SEC West. And I think Texas A&M, it's going to be a little bit too much for South Carolina in College Station at Kyle Field. I think it's a close ball game. But I think at the end of the day, because it's in College Station, and I think Texas A&M will be much improved, I've got the Aggies getting the W in this one. Give me Texas A&M 34, South Carolina 24. As the Gamecocks fall to 4-4 four and four and 2-4 and four in SEC play. So 4-4, four 2-4 four, four with four games to cope. The following week, South Carolina returns home and begins that home stretch, right? Four straight home games to close out the 2023 football season. They welcome Jacksonville State, the Battle of the Gamecocks, at Willie B. This is going to be a fun one. JSU's first season in the FBSA. I'll say this. Do not sleep on Jacksonville State. We all recall what happened two years ago against Florida State. They beat the Seminoles. But I'll tell you this. Even after a loss to Texas A&M, guys, I really believe that this is where South Carolina is going to sort of get it going. I I, I really do. Coming home as well after back-to-back tough road games, I think this is where Carolina is going to really start to click offensively. Maybe the line of scrimmage starts to come around a little bit and you're running the football much better than you did in the first half of the season. I mean, guys, we have seen it in the first two years of Shane Beamer. They remember November, and his teams play that way. It feels as if the Gamecocks sort of hit their peak or hit their ascent later in the season, which it makes sense, and that is a characteristic trait of a well-coached football team, right? You get better as the season goes on, like I told you guys. I expect South Carolina to be a much better football team in weeks 10, 11, 12 than I do in 1, 2, and 3. I think the Gamecocks come home, get a much-needed blowout victory over Jacksonville State. I think they will take care of their business. I I don't think JSU is ready. I don't think they've got the type of competition or the type of players they need to compete with South Carolina. I don't think this one is ever close. Give me Gamecocks, the right Gamecocks, 48 Jacksonville State, 10, as South Carolina takes care of their business in the non-conference, moving to 5-4 and four while sticking at 2-4 and four in SEC play. That brings us to the home date against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vandy coming to town. South Carolina has won 13 straight in this series. And guys, I'll start by saying this. When I first locked in my prediction, or I was going through my predictions, my original score that I had written down was 42-17 to South Carolina beating Vandy. But then I stopped, and I looked back at the history of this series, and you know what's weird, guys? Even when South Carolina's playing good football, even when they're doing that, even when South Carolina has a really good team, I mean, last year's a perfect example. Nobody really remembers the Vandy game, guys, because it was it was sandwiched between, I believe, I know it was after Mizzou, and I believe it was the week before Florida, right? So it was sandwiched in between two terrible weeks 
for Gamecocks football. So nobody really recalls the game. Guys, do you recall that South Carolina only won that game by 11 points last year? And if you look back at the games at home against Vandy, they've all been pretty damn close. They've all been pretty close contests. The most recent, of course, in 2021, when Colonel Zeb had to come in in the final drive and save the day and avoid embarrassment at williams Bryce Stadium against Vanderbilt. So it got me thinking. You know, South Carolina, again, won 13 straight in this series. I love what Clark Lee is doing in Nashville. I think he's a great fit for Vanderbilt. It seems like he's getting them to maybe invest a little bit more in the football program. I think he's doing a great job. I love the way he talks about their program. Hey, we want to be the best program in the country. I love that. I love that energy for Vandy. And I'd love nothing more than to see Vandy become a more competitive force in the SEC. You've got Nashville, like, or maybe I'm just saying this all because the Gamecocks have beaten them 13 in a row. Heck, I don't know. You tend to like teams more when you beat them year in, year out. Either way, Vanderbilt at some point is going to beat South Carolina. Nothing lasts forever, guys. Streaks, as I mentioned, are made to be broken. Vanderbilt is going to beat South Carolina. But it's not going to be this year. Not at Williams-Brice Stadium. Not with Spencer Rattler at quarterback. Not with, in my prediction, bowl eligibility on the line. It will not happen this season at Willie B. I do think it is a game that you look up and you say, how is that only a seven-point game? How was that game so close? I think it's a game that it doesn't make a lot of sense how close it was. But for whatever reason, even when the Gamecocks are playing good football, that just tends to happen against Vandy. So I do have South Carolina getting the victory, maybe a little bit closer than folks would prefer. But the Gamecocks punch their ticket to bowl eligibility against Vanderbilt. Final score, I've got the Gamecocks 31, Vanderbilt 24. Again, I think Vandy's on the up and up. I think Vandy, you know, they beat Kentucky last year, beat Florida. They're not going to beat South Carolina. But I would not be surprised if it's a little bit of a closer game than many of us are expecting. So again, give me South Carolina 31, Vanderbilt 24. As the Gamecocks move to, what is that, 6-4? and Yes, 6-4. and and three and four in SEC play. So South Carolina going in the final two games with bowl eligibility secured. And now it's all about adding to that win total and taking care of some business down the stretch. The second to last week of the regular season, here comes the Kentucky Wildcats. And guys, Kentucky's a team, I'll tell you this, I'm high on Kentucky. I am. I think Kentucky with Devin Leary at quarterback, Liam Cohen at OC, I think they're going to be much, much better offensively. Guys, do you realize South Carolina has beaten Kentucky at Williams-Brice Stadium? 2019, they took care of the Cats. Outside of that, you had to go back to 2013. That was the last time South Carolina beat Kentucky at Willie B outside of 2019. This has been a series that has really flipped on its head. Is South Carolina able to flip it the other way now after taking down UK and Lexington a season ago? Either way, 
I expect Kentucky to have a rebound season. I think Mark Stoops is a very underrated coach in the SEC. He's a great culture fit for UK. They have built their brand on the line of scrimmage. Punching you in the We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mouth, running the ball, stopping the run. I think that's why the Gamecocks have had so many fits with UK over the years, and they will not be intimidated by Willie B, by the way. They will not be intimidated by Williams Bryce. They came in in 2021 and beat the Gamecocks in year one of Shane Beamer. So I'm high on UK. But as I told you all yesterday, as I told you all yesterday, when I picked Carolina to lose to Mississippi State, This is college football. Expect the unexpected. I think Kentucky, guys, is a favorite in this game. I really do, believe it or not. I could see the Cats being 8-2 and coming in. I haven't looked at their schedule. We'll do that. We'll break that down tomorrow. I could see them being a 7- or 8-win team coming in this game, riding high. I think Kentucky's a favorite in the game. But South Carolina, in late November, under Shane Beamer, is a different animal. They're just a different team. And so while I picked the upset yesterday, the Gamecocks would fall in disappointing fashion to Mississippi State, I think South Carolina gets one back here in a game against Kentucky where they're the underdog. Spencer Rattler, I'd expect this game to be under the lights. I think he shines yet again. It'll be a fun back-and-forth ball game. I do think it's a close ball game. But I've got South Carolina making it back-to-back wins over the Kentucky Wildcats as Spencer Rattler will outduel Devin Leary. The Gamecocks get just one more stop than Kentucky. And again, guys, like I told you, I think at this point in the season, South Carolina is playing much better football than they were in the first few weeks. Give me Gamecocks 34. Kentucky 28 as South Carolina moves to 7 and 4 
and concludes the SEC slate at a 4-4 four and four record, which I think would be a success. We'll talk more on that in just a second. So South Carolina winning three straight. I had you losing three straight in the first six games. I've got you winning three straight in these last six. Will they make it four straight? As the Clemson Tigers in the annual rivalry matchup come to town. And guys, let me just say this. You know, we all know the Clemson storyline. Cade Klubnick will be their starting quarterback. Uh, You look at Clemson, what's their offensive line going to be? The receiver position, a question mark for them. You know, defensively, they should be stout yet again, just like they were last year. Got uh, two of the best linebackers in all of college ball. The defensive front, they're really high on. They feel like they've got even more competitive depth and quality depth than they had back in 2018. And, of course, Garrett Riley, a name we're all familiar with, takes over as Clemson's offensive coordinator. Last year was the first time in the history of TSUS, in the history of my business, in the history of me giving in predictions or giving out predictions. It was the first time that I had ever picked the Gamecocks to beat Clemson going into a football season. In season was the first time I ever picked the Gamecocks to beat Clemson in a season. So it was a lot of firsts in regards to this Carolina-Clemson rivalry because I call, it a, I, I call a spade a spade, guys. I had been very genuinely honest about the state of the rivalry and that Clemson was miles ahead of South Carolina. Well, after last year, that is no longer the case. The gap is closing between the Gamecocks and the Tigers. And that is not to say that South Carolina is going to go on a five, six, seven game winning streak or anything of that sort, but the gap is closing. South Carolina is getting closer, and they are taking back the state slowly, but surely. With that being said, you guys might recall, if you paid attention last year, I had a feeling very early on in the summer about this game. I had a weird feeling. Felt like you had the advantage at quarterback with Spencer Rattler. They had DJ Uyunglele, who's now at Oregon State. And I felt for the first time since 2013, you had the better quarterback, and if you have the better quarterback, you have a chance. And I had this weird feeling about the game, which led me to pick the upset and South Carolina snapping the streak. Admittedly, guys, I have been searching for that feeling this entire summer. I have been searching for that feeling this entire offseason. And unfortunately, I have not been able to find it. Many of you are going to want to punch me through the computer screen, punch me through your phone, you're listening, however you're listening, whatever it might be. Or some of you will just hate to hear this. When it came down to the OC search, okay, I liked Garrett Riley. He was at the top of my list for South Carolina. And maybe this is because I'm wired differently and I can take the garnet glasses off or not even really wear them at all. Just because Garrett Riley, who 
if he would have came to South Carolina, Gamecock fans would have been touting as the best OC in the country. Just because he went to a different school does not mean he now sucks. I still view Garrett Riley as one of the best offensive coordinators in college football. That is not a slight at Dowell Loggins. This conversation has nothing to do with Dowell Loggins. The point I am making is this. I do not think Clemson will be such a liability on the offensive side like they were a season ago. I don't think you're going to see Cade Klubnick go 8 for 29 in this ball game like DJ Uwe Ungalele did. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Last season at Memorial Stadium. I think the days of this game being a blowout, right, that we saw when Clemson dominated, I think those are in the past. I think this is a fiercely competitive game. Williams-Brice Stadium will be rocking from start to finish. But I think Clemson, they may not be a national championship caliber team, but they very well may be a college ball playoff contender. And I, and I understand, hey, if, if they were in the SEC, if they played this, but they don't. They're in the ACC. Guys, there's a chance that Clemson comes into this game with a 10-1 record. And this could be a game that, once again, their playoff hopes are on the line. South Carolina was able to overcome deficiencies at the line of scrimmage, rely on the arm of Spencer Rattler, rely on Beamer Ball, and get a much-needed victory in snapping the streak. As I mentioned previously, I've been looking for that feeling all offseason. I've desperately wanted to find it. I simply have not. I think Clemson is better than you on the line of scrimmage. I think Cade Klubnick, their quarterback situation, got immensely upgraded simply by the addition of Garrett Riley. And so I don't think you can count on that as a liability yet again. I think this is a fiercely competitive game, but I do have the Clemson Tigers coming into Williams-Brice Stadium and getting to victory. Give me Clemson 35 South Carolina, 27, in a really close competitive back-and-forth game. I see this being a fourth-quarter game. I think Clemson's just got a little bit more than you do. And I think the Tigers bounce back from last year and get the W. As you finish your season, 
seven and five overall and four and four in SEC play. So let's go start to finish one more time. My game by game score predictions for the Gamecocks 2023 football season. I've got South Carolina beating North Carolina week one, 31 to 27. Beating Furman week two, 35 to 20. Losing to Georgia week three, 41 to 10. Losing to Mississippi State week four, 24 to 17. Losing to Tennessee, 45 to 28 in week five. A bye week in week six. Beating Florida, 41 to 20 in week seven. Week eight, beating Mizzou, 26 to 20. Week nine, losing to Texas A&M, 45-24. Week 10, beating Jacksonville State, 48-10. Week 11, beating Vandy, 31-24. Week 12, beating Kentucky, 34-24. And finally, week 13, losing to the Clemson Tigers, 35-27. A 7-5 overall finish, a 4-4 record in SEC play. And let me say this, guys. While I think it would be a minor step back, obviously from the wins and losses side of things, I do think there would be enough positive from this season to continue the ascension of Gamecocks football under Shane Beamer. So again, lock me in. Seven and five, four and four in SEC play in year three of Beamer Ball. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.